0: Don't pick up that phone, ignore your boss, and stay listening to the Mutual Audio Network, where imagination meets relaxation.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended.
2: It is the year 2018. And life has lost all meaning. What once was up is down. What once was right is wrong. And those who dare to make a podcast which subversively reanimates the dead art of radio theater are considered dangerous criminal outcasts. Driven into exile, four pungent brigands risk their lives each week to broadcast from a South Sea's barge, crudely fashioned from the disintegrating corpse of an ancient titan and several thousand yards of cooking twine, to bring you the triumph, the majesty... The Sublimity of Rude Alchemy. What do you mean you can't recover the data, Jai Wong? I don't know how you do experimental consciousness uploading in North Korea, but here, in this country, we don't spill our artisanal kombucha on the f***ing hard drives. How am I supposed to discover the identity of my killer without those memories? <sighs> what? No, I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm disappointed. And bloaty. I, I think my f*** <sighs> creases do for a good priming. It's starting to get a little chunky. <sighs> no, goddammit, won't For the last time, I don't want you to add any tentacles to my doll body. I don't care if it means I'd have a built-in f***. Stir and it would increase my value in Asian markets. It's weird, and I'm not doing it. Yes, I watched the video you sent me, and no, I'll never get over it, so please, let's not speak of it again. Hold on. I gotta go. The announcer's here. Yes, we're still on for Axis and Allies this weekend, but I swear to f*** if you try to make me Great Britain again. Hello? Hello? That little f hung up on me. What's the matter? Chi-Wung can't recover my memories. I guess I'll never find my killer now. Oh, I wouldn't be too sure about that. Oh, really? What do you have for
3: me? Oh, you'll find out.
2: Okay, can't you just tell me now? All in due time! All right. Guess we're waiting till the outro to resolve this bullshit. In the meantime, here's the tentacle-plunging conclusion of Poe Green and the Ghost Machine, Chapter 2. Poe Green and the Ghost Machine is brought to you
3: by poop, stinky butts, poop, pee, farts, wieners, daddy's cry hugs, toilet paper, underwear, and boogers. Sorry, I let Brendan write this one.
2: Euletta Uella MacLeod operated the finest and most genuine southern-style eatery on the west coast. She was born just three days before Lincoln declared the slaves of the South free with his Emancipation Proclamation. It took two more years to quiet the rebellion, making her days and chains, so to speak, barely a memory for her. But something like that has a way of soaking into your very being. Her father and mother, Columbus and Terza MacLeod, Had the rare fortune to stay on the same plantation with their children their entire lives, up until freedom, of course, and even then they rented ninety seven and a quarter acres from their former owner, Lycurgus MacLeod. The early days of a South without slavery were quiet, but if one put their ear to the ground, a sinister whisper of wounded pride could be heard quite readily. Soon enough, whisper became talk, talk became shouts and then shouts turned to action. Columbus and Terza wanted their family to survive and prosper, and they instilled that in their children and headed west. It was a long trek, but it gave Violetta grit, a necessity for frontier life, especially for those of color. <coughs> uh, yeah, Andy? And it's, uh, you're, you're playing Scoot, the character Scoot. Andrew, you realize you're playing by letter, right? What Guys, what's going on here? Guys, we're recording. Come on, please. Right, hold, hold on one second, folks. I'm terribly sorry. What you? I don't understand what you're trying to say. There's nothing, there's nothing like that in the script. They're just people. It's regular people. Yeah, they're from a very specific place and time, but they're, they're, I don't understand. Do you understand that that in itself is offensive? You've got to be kidding me. You know what? You know what? You're embarrassing me right now. You're embarrassing me. You know, I don't care. You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. I have... I'll do it. Yeah, okay. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I guess the cast of Rude Alchemy is, um, let's just put it nicely, uncomfortable with doing uh, voices for African-American people. So I guess uh, me, the narrator, I will have to do it myself. So, here we go. Ooh, wait. It's got to be Wednesday. It's got to be Wednesday. Y'all smell that? "'Boy, do I love a Wednesday. Do you know why? "'Oh, y'all know why, Queen Violetta? "'Tell me there's a plate of that one of a kind "'straight from the summer kitchen tomato cobbler waiting for me.' "'Violetta Cloud set up shop on the outskirts of town "'while her family traveled west to escape the extremes of prejudice. "'It still reared its ugly head even on the edges of civilization.' So the outskirts of town was the safest place for a black female tour. Her diner was set up in an old Pullman rail car, long since retired. She had a small kitchen squeezed into the side of the car, only taking up about an eighth of the entire structure, but her operation spilled out to the summer kitchen, where a grand operation was taken up every day to feed her beloved customers. Bring your grown as simple behind in here, boy, and sit you down here disturbing my patrons. Now, I am 71 years of age, and I've been feeding you every day since cholera took your poor mama 18 years ago. In all that time, Scoot, have I once not had a plate of tomato cobbler ready for you on a Wednesday? Uh, no, ma'am. That's right. Violetta approached Scoot and revealed from behind her back a generous portion of her famed tomato cobbler. God damn, that smells good, Violetta. Oh, don't you be taking the Lord's name in vain under my roof. Mm, sorry, Violetta. I don't know how you do it, boy. You ain't got an ounce of fat on your body, yet you in here are stuffing your face every day. All right, can someone at least do the man in back, all right? He doesn't, he's not even, he, he can be anything. Fine, fine, I'll do it. Uh, <clears throat>
0: He works it off down that gin joint on third with that Comanche princess of
2: his. <laughs> gotcha, he was black, idiot. God damn it! <laughs> You're a racist now. What did I tell you about running around with girls? Oh, god damn, Violetta. Ow! Oh, all right, all right. Now, I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. You pick one. You ask her hand in marriage. If she say yes, you go down to the church and get married and start your family. If she say no, move on. None of this running around, boozing and dancing. I know the letter. Now, this is the third time I've heard something about this Indian girl. Her name's Ginger. Well, it's time you brought Ginger in for a decent meal, don't you think? Violetta's line of questioning was interrupted by the powerful whir of a Mercedes 500k type W29 touring car pulling up to the dining car. Me? Oh, my. Now, I've seen me a whole lot of white folks in my time, but this Pace Hacy takes the prize. It's the goddamn Michelin Man. Gow, Goddamn!
0: What a lovely establishment you have here. I am famished. May I come in and have a bite?
2: You better get in here quick before that son turns you into an overcooked crawdad. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much.
2: <sighs> I swear to God if anything happens to Vita. I mean, come on, writers. She's the sassy, elderly, former-slave black woman who literally cares for everyone in the community. I mean, yeah, she smacks you around, but it's, it's never that hard. And it's more of a smack of love and concern than anger or contempt. I mean... I mean, I would have loved to have a mother or even a grandmother like that. No, I get the mother with violent melancholia, and a grandmother who'd eventually develop Alzheimer's so bad she began thinking I, her only grandson, mind you, was the dashing Ronald Coleman and exposed her vagina to me every night with that come-hither look on her decrepit face. It was truly horrific. I'm sorry, I, I don't know why I'm so emotional. You know, I was looking over the manual... To my new body, and I guess... I guess they really went for realism. Supposedly, I should be getting my first period any time now. It doesn't make much sense to me why they would have included that female feature, but I, I guess there's some people out there who are into it in some way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, it's an obstacle, but all you have to do is shut your eyes and make a mad dash to the shower afterwards. I, I'm quickly learning there's much more to menstruation than just bleeding out of my f- crevice. I just... I just need to express myself, okay? Is that okay? Honestly, narrator, let's keep this thing rolling. Why don't you love me? You never say it. Jesus f***. Oh, that's perfect, announcer. Rolling your eyes will definitely solve the problem here. But you're right. You're always right. I'll just keep my stupid mouth shut and do my job. That's what you really want, isn't it? I can't do this anymore. That's not what I meant, narrate. Nope, too late. Poe Green quizzically observed Miss Sandra as she created rune-looking designs out of whatever flammable material she could find. She spat on some, bled on others, urinated on a few as well. She was really, really good at revealing nothing which genuinely disappointed Poe. Don't get me wrong, I don't think Poe is into pee-pee stuff. It just harkens back to a more innocent time where seeing someone in some state of unrest however minuscule was unthinkably exciting Miss Sandra
4: what exactly are you doing don't get me wrong but 20 minutes ago you were pumped up and ready to destroy some shit
5: preparing the runic ceremony silly ugh I hate that cutesy little
2: name calling what are they trying to do Do they honestly think we wouldn't interpret that into some kind of flirtation or interest? I mean, come on! Don't fall for that shit, (coughs) Poe! I am silly, aren't I? Oh, God, you know, there's simply no avoiding it.
4: Do we really need to go through with all this, Miss Sandra? You said we were going to burn this motherfucker to the ground. Can't we just get a little TNT and be done with it?
5: Oh, you are Mr. Silly Pants today. I was talking of the ethereal flame, Poe. I must gift the humors of my human body and set them ablaze while reciting the Pyromancer's incantation. Then, and only then, will the gift of the Nether Flame be bestowed upon this place. No being from Hell may pass through it. Humors, huh?
4: Interesting. So, like blood, saliva, urine, <clears throat> anything else?
5: Yes, Poe. But
4: that's our little secret. (sighs) Ah, so cool. (laughs) It does seem like an easy fix for such a critical entryway into this world.
5: Silly, silly gumdrops one, two, three, what shall I do with dear Poe Green? Only a few know the incantation, Poe, and there are other security measures that have been taken, but not at every portal, and believe you me, we would have known by now if there was one here. The torch, Poe. Throw me the torch, now. Poe
2: had never been a very athletic boy, and his hand-eye coordination was lacking, and his poor depth perception was fairly alarming, to be honest. Needless to say, he overthrew the torch a good two or three body lengths behind Miss Endra. Oh, sorry about that. I'll get it. Poe, get down! A rhythmic crashing grew louder and louder as if a herd of buffalo, or as the Lakota Sioux call them, Tatunka, were making their way through the caverns. Before Poe could jump to safety, an entire stone wall burst, sending shards of granite and shale at the poor boy. He was knocked to the ground, his face lacerated and bloodied, but he did not lose consciousness. What he saw before him was a massive, foul-smelling humanoid shape with dripping skin. Interesting enough, the beast was obviously male on account of a large swinging penis and testicles. The first title that came to his mind was Mud Demon, but he shouted to Miss Sandra for clarification.
5: What the hell is it? It's a shit golem. They form from big piles of demonic shit. Really? Yes, they don't even need creation incantation. When enough demon shit piles up, they just come to life. They're strong as f***ing resistant to most magic. But something's odd with this one. We'd be dead by now, but he's just staring.
2: Well, it was hard to interpret facial expressions on a shit golem. Poe immediately recognized the look on that thing's face. He was physically aroused by Miss Sandra's unworldly hotness. In fact, his genitals began to engorge with blood. For the layman, he had a chubby. Goodness gracious, Miss Indra. It's your body. It's your hot f***ing body.
5: He's captivated by it. Really? Oh come on! I know I'm attractive, but I'm not
4: really that hot, am I? Fuck you, Miss Sandra. F*** you. Now look it. We are running out of time. He's quickly going to get bored with you in your clothes. <coughs> See? It's already happening, Miss Sandra. I need you to take off your shirt and show him those boobs. Uh uh-uh, uh, this isn't happening. You're both disgusting. It's not for me, Miss Sandra. We need to close this portal for good.
2: Do it, Missandra. Release those knockers. Fine. Massandra reluctantly removed her top, revealing her milky white breasts with perfect nipple placement, mind you. The golem froze, as did Poe. There was an eerie silence as these two perverts gazed upon this woman's titties. What the f***, Poe? Oh, sorry. Poe lunged for the torch and threw it over his back toward Massandra. One might think this would have immediately ended badly, but even pervert losers get lucky sometimes. The torch landed in Massendra's outstretched hand, which illuminated her fat bags in a most breathtaking way. She plunged the torch into her body-fluid runes and began reciting the incantation. Immediately, the flame turned bright white, sending the golem into a screaming, painful rage. But it didn't last long as he evaporated into a shitty mist. Paul, Rafe, and Tangier rode quickly down the highway, trying to find another place to evade capture. They had hot-wired an old truck of some sort. To be honest with you, I don't know what kind it was, but it did have one of those uh, wind-up cranks that you have to turn to start it. You know what I'm talking about? You know, the whole... You know?
6: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they had. All right, guys, let's try it one more time. No. no. Please? No. no. Come on, guys. Give me a break. I'm Mr. Tangier. I deal with serious matters all day, every day. I'm dealing with one right now. But for this quick moment, it's like just three guys going on a road trip, having fun, talking about non-genocidal things. Can you give me this, please? Ah. <sighs> Row, row, row your boat, gently down mary, the stream. Merrily,
0: merely, is merely, is boat, merely, merely, your merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Merrily,
5: merrily, merrily, merrily,
6: life is but a
0: And if you see an alligator, don't forget to scream, ah!
6: That was great, guys. I really appreciate it. Now. I spy with my little eye... Look, Tangier, do you have any idea where we are going? We've been driving for hours. Look, gentlemen, I can shench when we've reached safety and we aren't there yet. But I can tell you we're safer on the road. Moving constantly, shooting in one place is the worst thing we can do. Shit.
0: Oh, my God. Are we breaking down right now. Sure looks like it. But Tangier just said sitting in one place is the worst thing we can do. Oh my god, this is terrible. You know, back at the OIM we had a backup plan for everything, and lately it seems we're just flying by the seat of our pants. And yeah, that just doesn't do it for me. Oh boy, I'm having a panic attack. I can't breathe I can't breathe. T- I, can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
6: Look, fellas, it's just the radiator thing. It uh Needs water? I don't know. Look, across the street, there's a nice diner there. Let's see if we can get some water and be on our way. Oh, yeah,
0: okay, that's good, that's good. Think maybe we could uh, get about to eat, that'll help,
6: I think. Oh, of course, right? of course. Valletta's Southern Cooking. I wonder if they serve f***ing whiskey.
2: The men stepped into a bloodbath. There were bodies all around, men, women, and children. There was definitely a fight, but these mere mortals didn't stand a chance against a vampire from hell. One would think there wouldn't be much blood around considering a vampire was doing the killing, but it was like Mitchell slit everyone's throat just to get a quick sample so he could pick just the right flavor. Damn it! I really thought Violetta was gonna make it out. Anyway, the men were speechless, except for Rafe.
0: Aww. Come on! I'm really hungry! I can't eat here. Look at the barbecue guys hanging on a meat hook. Ah, this really sucks! You get your heart set on something and then it just gets ripped away.
6: My God. Tangier, does this have to do with what we're involved with? I'd imagine so. I, I don't think I can handle much more of this. There's so much death here all because of me and my weakness. Look at what all my foolish love has done. Um, honestly, yeah, pretty much.
0: Mother of God, Why? what is it? They made tomato cobbler here. Do you have any idea how hard it is to find a good tomato cobbler outside of Mississippi? Oh, 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 maybe there's some more out back without blood on it.
6: Wait, Rafe. It's not safe. Whoever did this could still be here.
2: Bingo. Mitchell dropped down hard from the ceiling onto Tangier, knocking them both over. Tangier could hold his own against a vampire, but Mitchell had the element of surprise and drove a hellishly ornate dagger into Tangier's thigh, <laughs> incapacitating <laughs> him. Get him, Pa! Huh? Me? I- I'm an old man. You're
6: a federal agent. Yeah, but you're, you're closer.
0: Make up your mind, fellas, because Daddy's still hungry.
6: Stop. Don't listen to him. Neither of you are a match for him. Who the hell is he? His name is Mitchell, and he's a vampire. But not like one of those really badass vampires you hear about all the time. He's a slave to Satan. He sniffs out runaways and runs back home for his little treat. I've dealt with him before, and I'll deal with him again.
2: Tangier yanked the blade out of his thigh. Ah! the wound already beginning to heal. He rose and approached Mitchell.
0: Now, wait a second, Tangier. Are you sure you want to get into this with me again?
6: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see you want it. But this time, Tangier, I've got some backup.
6: Please, don't embarrass yourself. I'll make it quick, don't worry.
0: I think it's time
2: we had a little family reunion. What did you say? Tenjia quickly realized what Mitchell had meant. He looked down at the wound in his leg and the dagger in his hand. A flash of light blinded the room before he could get a word out. Not five minutes earlier...
4: Look, Miss Hinder, I'm sorry about the whole shirt thing. But it worked, didn't it? I really didn't get a good look either. They were just kind of in my peripherals, you know what I mean?
5: (sighs) It's all right, Poe, but I don't want to talk about it. Right now we've got to find Mitchell!
2: Are you all right? Miss Sandra fell to one knee and grabbed her thigh. They both quickly looked to see what had happened, and their eyes fell upon a large gash in her flesh, which seemed to appear from nowhere. Miss Sandra's eyes went white for a short second. She gasped (gasps) and looked straight at Poe.
5: I know where they are. Quick, piss a circle around us. Excuse me? Just do it. In front of you? Now. Okay. Fine.
4: No peeking, though. Seriously,
2: Poe cautiously drew forth his penis and began urinating around the both of them. Missin began chanting. Poe's piss glowed red hot, and a wall of light engulfed them, transporting them to a little railroad car on the outskirts of town. Six beings, not all human, not all demonic, stood quietly in the middle of the late Violetta Uella MacLeod's little Southern cooking corner of the world. So much has happened since we first met our Poe Green, and I humbly admit I have no idea what's going through any of their heads. Good and evil, God and Satan, father and son, brother and sister, ghosts and humans. They've all been turned upside down and inside out. So in this situation, I'm simply going to believe in the goodness of Poe's heart and see what happens.
6: I should have known he'd shamed you.
5: Poe, I'm not exactly sure what you are waiting for, but go kill your father!
4: Right. All right, Paul. Let's get this over with.
2: Son, what are you doing? Tengir dashed forward to intercept Poe, but his lunge was interrupted by a sharp pain in the back of his heel. He looked to his side where Messendra had appeared, only to see her jabbing a thick blade into Achilles' tendon.
6: Ouch! That's smart. Naughty girl.
5: Brings back memories, doesn't
2: it? To be quite honest, these two are the most powerful beings in the room. But they completely incapacitated each other. They spent pretty much the entire time stabbing their own bodies, which somehow affected the other. Poe was after his father, and this left Mitchell and Rafe staring each other down. Rafe quickly remembered that he really is no match at all for Mitchell and began to panic. Oh, God. Oh, dear sweet God, I do not want to die. Oh, boy. Rafe began throwing chairs, and really anything light enough he could physically lift. Mitchell stalked Rafe, all while giggling.
0: Come on, Mitchell, this isn't funny! Please stop! Please! No, seriously, please! Please stop it! Please stop! Please stop! No, 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 please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop. Stop, 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 stop! 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 I love it when they scream. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mitchell dove directly toward Rafe with his fangs exposed and ready, but his route was stopped short by a cast-iron frying pan straight to the teeth by none other than Valletta Uella McLeod, who arose from a hiding place beneath the counter. F*** yeah! F*** yeah! Oh, hell no! You come up and kill all my patrons, you got to think I'm a crazy old bat if you think I'm going to let some vampire suck my blood and destroy my little slice of the world. So, Yee! Filetta plunged a stake she fashioned while in hiding deep into Mitchell's dead heart. His last moments were filled with chokes and gurgles.
0: Lord, forgive me.
2: Oh, thank God. Thank you so much. That was so goddamn close. Don't you be taking the Lord's name in vain in my house. This leaves us with Poe and Pa. Poe approached Pa quietly with tears in his eyes and a dagger in his hand. Pa walked toward his son. They stopped before one another.
4: I'm sorry, Pa. They tell me I've got to do it. But I don't want to do it. I don't know what's right and wrong anymore.
6: Listen, son. I was one hell of a mess all my life, but there's one thing I do know. You are your mother's son, and she was one of the most beautiful and kind creatures to grace this earth.
2: I know you'll make- Who drove the dagger deep into Pa's gut? Uh,
6: uh, Oh, shit. That was fast. I thought I was gonna get a few more sentences out, honestly. Oh, I thought you were going the other way with this, but no, I stick to my guns. I know you'll make the right decisions when it's most important. I'm sorry, Pa. It's okay, sir. It's okay.
3: Uh. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful, my boy.
2: You've done it. I knew you would. Get out my house, Satan! Oh, uh. Quiet! Now take my hand, Poe. The Dark Lord reached out his hand, ready to take Poe's. Poe hesitated. But he chose to proceed. But before he could take Satan's hand into his, a deafening horn sounded throughout the land, shattering all glass within the little old diner. Light blasted from above, blinding all in the room. Seemingly faster than light, a Romanesque spear came forth from above and severed Satan's hand from his body, leaving him wailing, a sound that no one in that room would ever forget.
3: the Ghost Machine is brought to you by mansplaining, which is when a man condescendingly explains an aspect of the female experience to women, in case you bitches didn't know. All right, narrator, are you ready to find out who your killer is?
2: I was born ready. Well, not Born so much as installed on this sex stall, which surprisingly was done with a CD-ROM. I mean, not like a flash drive or a USB cable, but like a data CD they burnt and labeled with a Sharpie. They still have it on a shelf next to a bootleg version of Duke Nukem 3D. Um I'm starting to regret my decision to entrust this process to the North Koreans. Here he is, your murderer! Ho! <laughs> oh! Resident sound designer, Mr. Michael Hahn!
3: That's right! I caught him trying to alter old show recordings that would have implicated him in the murder.
2: He's the one! Resident sound designer, Mr. Michael Hahn, I am (coughs) shocked! I am flabbergasted! I have never, in all my life, both as a slightly husky-bearded man and an impossibly gorgeous Korean sex doll, been more... 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 Turned on mm? What? I've always been attracted to people who wish me harm. Why do you think I was trying so hard to find my killer? And now that i found him... Ooh. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee! Mm-hmm. Let's get that gag out. Actually, wait. Let's leave it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come here, you sound- designing little f- boy. Oh. Mm. oh. Um. Mm. 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 oh yeah mm. Mm. yeah, mm-hmm. lick it off my back lick it off my back baby mm. 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 mommy? oh yeah whatever floats your boat here, here honey, hand me that melon baller huh? I want to show you something, mommy wants to show you something wait, wait, wait
3: You mean to tell me you would have made passionate love to your killer no matter who it was?
2: Absolutely. Murder is quite the aphrodisiac.
3: Well, then, I admit it. It was me. I'm your murderer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. You couldn't murder a fly. Come here, Mike. I want you to choke me on the corner of this desk. Oh, yeah! Wait... Mate, slow down. Oh, no, no. Something, something's wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm critically low on crease. F- oh, no. Oh. no, 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 no. You have to oh. stop. You have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing?
3: Rune Alchemy is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Wertner and Mr. Ryan Whalen. Poe Green and the Ghost Machine story by Rude Alchemy with Mr. Hodgkin as lead story editor. This episode written by Mr. Whalen and edited by resident sound designer Mr. Michael Hahn. Featuring the voices of Rude Alchemy. Music composed by Mr. Benjamin
4: J. Robb.
3: For a listing of creative... Rudealchemy.com slash attributions. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook. And please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes to support Root Alchemy and gain access to and blue and blue season, visit support. And finally, holy shit! The narrator was right about this tentacle video! She let me borrow it for the weekend. True, it's no sweet 80-pound silicone sex goddess inhabited by the consciousness of my male co-worker, but as far as consolation prizes go, it's pretty darn good! Pretty darn good indeed!
1: Hey Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad! I got a computer, a Playstation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored! Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy. Horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow! That sounds great, Dad! Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> there is Daddy O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary von Roxbrockett, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour. And now there's Yeah? Twisted Pulp magazine! <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness. Available on all your digital devices. That is what it is. Look. Whoa, Dad, this looks awesome! Exciting and dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha ha ha! Thanks, Doctor Mary! My pleasure, Billy! And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye! dead? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp Magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp Magazine! Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere! Or at digitalvaudeville.com! That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com!